Welcome to Dog Talk and Kitties 2. This episode features one of the three guests on my hour-long NPR show, heard every Sunday on WLIW-FM 88.3, the only NPR station on Long Island, where it has broadcast continuously for 14 years. I'm Tracy Hotchner. I wrote the Dog Bible, Everything Your Dog Wants You to Know, as well as the Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know, because I care about people who care about cats, dogs, and other creatures who share our planet. I'm also the founder and director of the New York Dog Film Festival and the New York Cat Film Festival, which travel America and Canada supporting local animal welfare groups. I could not bring you this show without the support of Dr. Elsie's, the privately owned litter and cat food company founded by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian who's created a variety of litters to please any cat, as well as inventing clean protein cat foods based on the protein found in cats' natural prey. This show is also made possible with the generous sponsorship of Waruva, the family-owned foreman pet food company named after their rescued kitties, Webster, Rudy, and Vanessa, where all their recipes in cans and pouches are human edible because they're made in a human food facility. Good enough for you to eat, but your cats won't appreciate that. I have such a wonderful, heartwarming story and a fantastic new guest. I'm sure you all listened. If you didn't, you had best listened to the wonderful interview I did with Matt Cox, who went with his great search and rescue dog, Peter Pan, to Turkey after the earthquake. Well, a lady wrote to me and said, oh, that was a very good interview with Matt Cox. And her she had the same last name. So I wrote her back and said, well, thank you kindly for listening. Might you be uh, related to him? Well, yes, I'm his mother, she said, which I thought was adorable. And then she told me the story of her sister, her 76-year-old sister, Margaret. And I, when I heard the story, I said, Margaret has got to come on this show and inspire other people about a very different kind of dog, not a purpose-bred rescue dog saving lives, a sweet cocker spaniel who was a puppy mill dog who was discarded, and Margaret picked her up out of her misery and has given her such a great life. Margaret, thank you for your generosity. I'm very sorry for your loss of your beloved Cocker Spaniel, Oliver. And I'm sure that the, the grief after 16 years of living together that you had, isn't it quite extraordinary how the door closes and the window opens and you went to Oldies But Goodies, a Cocker Spaniel foster and adoption group. And here you are, with a wonderful old lady to keep you company. Two old ladies, right? Yes. Well, she's not that old. She's five. Oh. So, um, yeah, so she's not that old. No, not but, at all. Uh, yeah, she um, was a, a rescue um, by Oldies But Goodies Cocker Rescue, which is actually where my uh, first Cocker Spaniel um, came from. So, you know, I would periodically, you know, go to their website and kind of just, you know, scroll through yes. some of the dogs and stuff like that, mildly interested. And about six months after my beloved Oliver left me, I decided I would um, foster. So um, <clears throat> I went to, um, uh, I, I fostered a couple of dogs through OBG, none, none of them cockers because they do depending on the space and availability, um, take on other dogs. So I fostered a couple dogs, and they were both very lovely dogs. And I 
I, I thought about adopting the first one. And I said, well, this is my first foster. So it's either going to get better from here or it's going to get worse. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll kick myself so that I didn't, you know, keep the first dog. But I went through uh, three of them and didn't have them for very long because there were little dogs. So that was kind of one of my requirements. And I didn't want a big dog. I didn't want a puppy. Um, I've been there, done that. Right. Um, so um, these were little dogs, and um, the little dogs get adopted very quickly, uh, a lot faster than the big dogs. Um, so um, that was a very positive experience. And then nothing happened for quite a while. The holidays came and all that stuff. And I got busy. And um, after the holidays, um, it was actually Matt Cox, who is my nephew, right. um, that uh, texted me one day and said, uh, check out Oldies But Goodies Cocker Rescue because they're getting a new batch of cockers in. My goodness. Yeah. So, and he was responsible for me getting my first dog, who I was not even looking for a dog, but he, Oliver just kind of fell in my lap and, you know, I said, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, Matt, um, I don't think he does it that much anymore, but he used to go and pick up, um, you know, dogs and remote areas and stuff like that when they needed somebody. No kidding. Uh, so he did transport. A, so he's obviously yes. beyond big hearted. And I had actually did not know that Kylie Ray came via Matt Cox. So he's doing a lot of good for dogs and people. That's so yes. amazing. So he alerted you. Were Was it a number of puppy mill breeding dogs that were that the, well, that the yes. rescue took in? So they, I think they picked up five from a puppy mill. And she, she um, was um, a, a mama. Um, it's very obvious that she probably had a litter, you know, shortly before. Um, and that's pretty much all she's done her whole life. I mean, I think, you know, she's four of her five years. She's been pregnant. Wow. Um, and yeah, the first one of the first things I noticed about her when I saw her is that her belly is all stretched out of shape. Oh. And you know, it's just yeah, it's just like oh, you poor thing. Because all probably in between, Margaret, she didn't have a chance to have any exercise. I mean, dogs that are well-bred right. dogs, even ones you see in dog shows or anywhere, they have a litter and they only have you know very few. And probably three per dog is what a good breeder will do. But in between, they're running and playing and exercising. So just like humans who give birth, if you exercise afterwards, you get your muscle tone back. Undoubtedly, exactly. she was yeah. locked in a in a small space her whole life. Well, yes, I, I think she was pretty much crated her whole life. Um, she is very skittish um, still. Um but, you know, as soon as I met her, she went to the vets. She had to stay at the vets for like two weeks because she was terribly matted. Wow. I didn't see a picture of her before, but they shaved her down to like, you know, nothing. Um, so it was and, one of those really, uh, really horrible puppy mills, the ones you see the dreadful pictures where 
the dog's eyes yeah, are covered I with think so. hair. And I, I kind of um, calculated that you know, she could have had two litters a year. Yes. Um, and I, I'm sure they, you know, because they come into heat twice a year. So Correct. I'm sure they took advantage of that. Um, she also um, came to me with heartworm. Wow. And uh, a whipworm. Wow. An ear infection. And um, um, she had five teeth removed. They were just um, rotten. They, yeah, calcium. From oh, no. Pregnant. Yeah, because I, I asked for that. I said, isn't she kind of young to have five teeth removed? And she said, well, it's the pregnancy. You know, it's funny. So, Remember back in the day when they would say, I mean, really back in the day, turn of the century, of the of the 20th century, they would say for every baby a tooth lost. For humans, uh, they didn't know how much calcium the fetus would take, and they didn't know to supplement it in humans. Right, so right. really good breeders do a lot of supplementation, and they don't breed I, a dog twice I a year. They do. Yeah, I'll be darned. Yeah. And then emotionally, your sister wrote me that she cowered when she saw people, heard a noise, peed on concrete, and yet she's taken to you right away. Yes. Yeah, she took to me pretty quickly, even when I went to meet her at the vet, um, and she was a little skittish, but everybody at the veterinarian's office just just loved her for some reason. Nice. She was a little wiggle butt, you know, she wiggles <laughs> her little butt when, you know, she wants to meet you or, or be friends or something. So she took to me very quickly and, you know, kind of changed my routine in the morning i get up and have coffee and 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 sit at my counter and i couldn't do that anymore because she wanted to be in my lap oh my time. goodness <laughs> so we had to, we had to switch to the living room to the couch so she could be right next to me isn't it so, did, did uh, it not quite amaze you that a dog going from complete deprivation i mean i didn't understand that her health had been on that very lowest end of what puppy mill health looks like especially yeah, for the moms yeah. that 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 she had this capacity for love and this enormous need for affection that she knew to ask for it and almost demand it it kind of gives you a lot of hope about just the, the the drive for love and affection no matter what even if you've never experienced it that that had to be quite illuminating for you yes yes it really was and you know even though I, I loved my previous Cocker Spaniel, he was a little aloof. So Interesting. He, he was not a cuddle bug. And, I, you know, I kind of always miss that. And, and she just, you know, was the biggest cuddle bug and lots of licks and wanted to be right next to you all the time. And still does. That's amazing. Um, now, this this wonderful rescue called Oldies But Goodies, did mm -hmm. they pay for all of this extensive medical intervention? I mean, heartworm treatment is dangerous and expensive and, and obviously teeth extraction. All these things yep. are costly. Did they pay for it? They paid for everything, yes. Wow. Yes. And she's still going through the heartworm because I had to take her back twice um, for injections. That's right. Um, yeah, they um, and 
And then, um, so she had her last series of injections last week, and she had to stay over um, so they could watch her because apparently it's uh, pretty... It's dangerous. uh, It can kill you. Yes, exactly. Right. I mean, the heartworm can kill you, but the treatment can kill you too. And, you know, I just, I have to say that at your age to take on a pretty big responsibility and she is young. I thought it said oldies, but goodies. I thought all the dogs were old, but you know, not necessarily (laughs) just us who get older and older. Um, And I, I just really commend you for that, Margaret. And I'd love anyone listening to realize that you may reach a, a point in your life when you think, well, I shouldn't get a really young dog much less the training and raising of a puppy, because mm-hmm. what if I croak and I pre-croak the dog, to be totally <laughs> blunt about it? So fostering's great because you have this kind of safety net, but I really do want to salute you and all the failed fosters out there because I think most fosters are really sniffing around for that one dog who rings their heart bell and they say, okie dokie. We're, 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 we're cooked here. We're done. We're going to, we're going we're gonna to be with yeah. each other forever. Yeah. I just, as soon as I kind of picked her up, I said, Oh, <laughs> I think it's going to be. And meanwhile, <laughs> she was, failed. and she was no beauty at the time. She still had infected ears. She was shaved down right. to her skin, which was undoubtedly not a pretty sight. And yet there you were making this connection. Do yeah, you yeah. recommend <laughs> to other people at, at a certain, any time in their life that fostering is rewarding, I've always felt it was the greatest sacrifice because you have to adapt to and adjust to and deal with and figure out this stranger dog and then only to give them to someone else and give them all that information. But does it feel like you're part of a, of a love chain for that dog? Yes, yes. And, and I, I, I felt really good about, you know, the homes that we found for the other dogs and one family came to, you know, see the dog and, you know, they left with him. And I thinking, well, wait, wait, I wasn't <laughs> ready for that. I didn't know you were going to take him tonight. That's very funny. Hang on. I didn't say my goodbyes. We have to have a steak dinner together. Oh, yeah, Margaret, yeah. that's so sweet. But wait, I didn't mean you actually were going to take him. I think it, I we, we've run out of time, but it's just so wonderful to meet you. And to know that Kylie Ray has this great life ahead of her and that no matter how bad things start out for the vast majority of dogs, they want so badly to be loved and to feel love and to give love. And I'm just so glad you and Kylie Ray have found each other and you can have the photo on your mantle of Oliver, but be able to enjoy the reality of having this beautiful little girl in your life. So congratulations on your generosity that has paid off so wonderfully for you. It really has paid off for me. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for listening. There are a few more special companies that make this show possible. I hope you will support all of these companies because they stand behind my mission, which is to bring you delightfully informative Pet Talk Radio. Earth Animal, which is privately owned by Dr. Bob and Susan Goldstein, creates holistic pet wellness products with an emphasis on their stewardship of the Pet Sustainability Coalition. They make many non-chemical products for the inside and outside of your pets, as well as innovative foods like no-hide chews and the hybrid dry food wisdom, which sometimes is all that my Weimaraner Maisie will eat. 
I'm very grateful also to Evermore Pet Food, privately owned by two extraordinary women, Allison and Hannah, who cook dog food from the most pristine human edible ingredients and ship it to your door in frozen pouches. It's higher quality and more ethically sourced than my own food. Thanks again for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this one guest version of Dog Talk and Kitties 2, and we'll listen to other episodes sometime soon.